When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm John Ryan and this is Podrose. This week, more royal nonsense, this time from Audible, who you'd think would know better. And Dermot swaps this morning for the 90s and tries to make us think he's in any way alternative. So, there's a podcast I wanted to listen to this week. I read about it on the website for Radio New Zealand, a fine contributor to some of the stuff you hear here on Podcast Radio. Samuel Stokes was a teacher at Christchurch's Hornby High when he took part in his friend's podcast. It's called Cancelcast in November 2019. In the episode, Stokes named students, ridiculed their work, and said he'd taught while still high on drugs. He also made derogatory comments about an ex-girlfriend, described threesomes, and discussed a former colleague's inappropriate relationship with a student. Connor Fennellan, the creator and host of the podcast, initially agreed to keep Stokes anonymous and said he could check the content before it was published, but he published the episode without letting him check it. The 98-minute episode was available for public streaming on sites including Spotify and Apple Podcasts for several weeks before it was taken down. Now, all hell's broken loose, as you can imagine. Memo to Spotify, a few more real both-feet-in-mouth moments like this before your sphincter tightens so much you have to take them down would do your subscriptions the world of good, certainly better than your Archwell audio tie-up, which continues to rack up column inches, if not any actual, you know, audio. Some of those column inches were taken up this week by the fact that Harry's brother is muscling in on the podcast act. God help us. If Harry's personality seems to reduce every time he appears on the air, it's like some kind of post-nuclear podcast half-life, then at least he had a personality to begin with, if getting your thing out in Las Vegas counts. But now the other Royal Willy is podcasting about his poxy Earthshot prize. It sounds like an Amiga game from 1989, Earthshot, but it's actually a load of cloyingly dull climate gongs. Anyway, Climate of Change is the podcast on which he appears. It begins with a jaunty theme tune that sounds like it might have been made by the BBC Radiophonic Workshop for Radio Medway in 1973. It's actually Imogen Heap, so that's what she's doing nowadays. You'd think Kate Blanchett would be able to read a script naturally by now, wouldn't you? But clearly not one as clunky as this. Her and co-host Danny Kennedy chomp through the scenery quite literally as they list the green credentials of the London studio they're in first. They seem pretty obsessed with the solar panels. So much so, they go up onto the roof and chat about them for the first two minutes. Then they wang on about green parameters and how brilliant Kate and her husband were at installing a solar array on top of a theatre in Australia we even hear a clip of Penny Wong, the Minister for Climate Change, open that facility in 2009. That's topical. It's all a bit waffly and what's the pointy? It's all a bit measured and semi-scripted too. Why not link this chat to the solar scene now? Also, it's 6 minutes 22 in and we've had no mention yet of the big royal star. I just wish I had some matchsticks for my ears. A sceptical listener could ask, so what, says Kate at one stage. See Podro's passive about calling me a listener, but in this case she took the words right off my tongue, Kate. 
Hang on, you're telling me that coal-based electricity is being driven from the grid in the land of coal is one example of those semi-scripted ad-lib questions that sound totally unnatural, even in the hands of this Oscar winner. Volatility seems to be baked into our very near future, is another. Danny has an annoying, patronising way about him, referring to this lovely old city of London. It's almost Dickensian in its sweep, he says, allowing Kate to mug an English accent. Anyway, finally, HRH is in the building with the Earthshot Prize, his global platform for innovators who are collaborating to solve climate challenges. It's a bit like Dragon's Den, but for vegans. Kate starts by talking about making a natural connection with the world, and William then opens up about David Attenborough and tree climbing, and then swerves into going to Kenya for the first time, spending serious time in-country, which sounds wonderfully colonial of him. There are some choppy edits here. Danny asks him where the climate answer are cop his own awards this podcast all helps says wills kate was on the judging panel of earthshot and danny put forward nominations so there's a bit of a circle jerk here about its brilliance william talks about the five planks of earthshot activity its aims and objectives and how each year there's a winner in each so if this will happen for 10 years as is the plan there'll be 50 ways to make the world a better place he sounds quite passionate at this point even credible they talk about some stunts like those 30 poor cyclists who had to spin for hours to power a Coldplay set at the Earthshot event. And we go through a slightly tedious rundown of some of the top Earthshot ideas, even with contributions from New Delhi and Nigeria, and suspiciously artificial-sounding sound effects mixed under them. It's all a bit meh. Not helped by William's strange vocal style. He's caught a little of the up-inflection thing from his estranged brother, and he also speeds up mid-sentences only to slow down and pause, then speed up again. A bit like a reel-to-reel tape recorder with a dodgy take-up spool. I feel a bit like a Bond villain railing against climate change. It's like kicking a puppy. Clearly it has a heart of gold. Kate Blanchett FFS and a large van full of money for a budget. What it doesn't have is enough energy, surprise, warmth or connection. It starts with a brief beatmatch music promo cut with the sound of a broadband modem. Very 90s. Clever. Alternative Sounds of the 90s with Derma O'Leary is one of these weird things that's on BBC Sounds that looks a bit like a podcast. It's part like a radio show, maybe a bit like a stream. Not reviewed one of these for a while, so we thought we'd do another one. Less Clever in Dermot's is a reference to swatches. Surely that's 80s. Hello you, he starts before doing that sighing thing he does and says it's pretty simple. Grab yourself a can of tab clear and here we go people shouted not up to the vocal elastica play then another bit of production dermot says we're hearing his favorites from the 90s before supergrass and divine comedy the way the sweeper that's the thing that says you're listening with dermot o'leary comes in after the song but before he speaks every time is a bit artless it almost sounds like someone's putting up a fence in the middle of this artistic piece between the music and the presenter that you are here to listen to speaking of artless there are some interesting 90s references thrown in gaza joyriding the poll tax but they all sound a bit copy and pasted off wiki by a board researcher and put in front of dermot in a 10 minute script session rather than coming from his art some schmuck then has to edit the whole thing and it doesn't have that energy of a jock sat there playing the stuff and listening to it now proper radio people have voice tracks that's made shows like this for years and made them sound plausible why is it so difficult for bbc sounds to do it 
Now, I support the BBC to the death, but I wonder why some of my licence fee is being siphoned off to make this kind of not one thing or the other. It's not properly curated like a music show, and it's too interrupted to compete with a streamer. Part of it is Dermot, too. Amazing telly chops, but so laid back and measured on the radio he always comes across as a bit cold the script's not helping either knock this off before that lotto voiceover love we'll add new order later i'm john ryan weary-eared and disappointed this week with climate of change from audible and alternative sounds of the 90s with dermot o'leary from bbc sounds i listen to these so you don't have to Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.